Eagles Entertainment. Welcome, Eagles everywhere, to the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro at the NovaCare Complex. Training camp heads into its second week with the Eagles here in South Philadelphia. And um, great energy, great enthusiasm, high hopes, one day at a time. You know the mentality here as the Eagles, not too far away here, will start the preseason against the Jets at Lincoln Financial Field August 12th. Before that, we invite you to Lincoln Financial Field for the only public practice. It's Sunday, August 7th, 7 o'clock. Your admission ticket, all of that, all of that money goes to Eagles Autism Foundation. Please check out PhiladelphiaEagles.com and come on down to the link on Sunday night, 7 o'clock practice, and watch a football team come together. And that's what this whole training camp period is about. Making connections, developing the best 53 players on the roster. And remember, there's going to be joint practices in Cleveland and in Miami, three preseason games. So there will be plenty of time for evaluation. What we've seen so far has been a lot of attention to detail, fundamentals, a lot of technique work. Uh, The players have not yet been in full pads. There's been no tackling. Contact has been significant, but not like not like it was in the old days, for sure. And players really speaking to that and really liking this kind of workout. So uh, we will obviously ramp up the intensity as this camp goes along. I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, we have a great one for you. In our extra point, we're going to hear from Devin Allen. Devin Allen, the world-class hurdler who is trying to make this football team hasn't played the game since 2016 he was injured as a member of the Oregon Ducks covering a punt and tore his ACL he had torn his right knee ligament two seasons earlier so he gave up football I think you know the story gave up football went into the world of track and field competed in the Rio Olympics in 2016, the Tokyo Olympics in 2020, three-time U.S. Olympic, or rather U.S. champion, three-time national champion in the 110-meter hurdles. Eagles see him at the Pro Day at Oregon prior to the draft, and they sign him, and we'll see. It's very early, and it's a loaded position. Um, We'll see what kind of progress Devin Allen makes as he moves along this summer. In this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast presented by Lincoln Financial Group, we're going to hear from uh, Jalen Hurts in just a few minutes here, a little one-on-one with the Eagles quarterback. And my goal is always to humanize these players, and I really did that. I got it done here with Jalen Hurts. I'm really proud of this interview. We really, I really enjoyed interviewing. He's not even 24 years old. He's 24 in August, August 7th. So in less than a week here. So mature, so unflappable. I feel like I got him to flap just a little bit. We had a good time in our exclusive interview. You can hear that in just a few moments. First up, though, let's meet one of the newest Eagles, a veteran of seven years with the San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles signed him late in the spring, and now he adds depth to the safety position. Started 64 games in seven seasons with San Francisco after being a second-round draft pick by the Niners out of Samford. 
Let's get an introduction here. Get to know New Eagles safety Jaquaski Tart in our one-on-one interview. Well, Jaquaski, it's nice to meet you. Nice look, to meet you, man. Looking forward to introducing you to Eagles fans. Um, what's it been like being a Philadelphia Eagle, first of all? Uh, it's been fun, man. I, you know, that was one thing I was kind of concerned about. Like, man, how, how's the culture, the culture going to be in? I mean, for me, it just feels like home. It feels like I've been here for years. I mean, it's a great, it's a great atmosphere, great, a lot of great people to be around. Why do you think that is? Why do you think it feels so comfortable to you? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm a, I'm a genuine guy, man. So, I mean, it's just a lot of genuine people here. And, I mean, I think they did a great job. But, you know, the, the people they have here, I mean, it's, 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 it's really first class here. You have a very interesting story. You didn't play football until you were a senior in high school? Yep, I was playing basketball. What? I was, yeah, I wanted to be a basketball star. Oh, is that right? Who, who, yeah. who was your game? What was your game like? Uh, I was I was an all-around player. You know, I, I, I played point guard, so I, I used to score the points some games, and then usually I, I made sure I had a double-double, though. So I had a, a balanced game. Were you good? Yeah, I was pretty good. Okay, Pretty good, or were you a, a college-level player? Yes, yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. So, so getting into football, what was that like? Uh, I mean, for me, I played when I was younger, so – it all it all made sense when I got to high school. Just seeing a lot of guys I played against in in park league ball, and it was just like, man, they doing it. I know I can do it. So it was just like, you know what? I I go ahead and play my senior year, just to show I can do it. And then it just it turned into like one thing turned into another. It's interesting though. I mean, you know, there's so much technique involved. At some point in the game, you have to know how to play the game of football and not just be a great athlete. Did it take you time to catch up to? learning the game, learning the technique, that kind of stuff? Oh, yes, for sure. I mean, uh, huge shout-out to my uh, my defensive coordinator in college, man, because he was, I mean, he was big on fundamentals. And uh, I think with his help, I wouldn't even be here because, I mean, just learning the game and understanding the fundamentals and technique, how critical that is. And, I mean, that's that was one of the biggest things that helped me throughout college, just being on the fundamentals. How did Samford find you in Mobile, Alabama? Uh, I, would, I would say our high school was kind of like that powerhouse where, you know, we had a, a bunch of guys getting D1 offers. So it was like known. I mean, I think Nick, yeah, Nick Saban usually come to our school first if he come to Mobile. So it was, it was I, I was just, you know, in a fortunate situation. Samford, I mean, look, I, I got to tell you, we, up here north, we don't pay that much attention <laughs> to college football in Philadelphia. You and James go to, I mean, yeah. were you buddies? Were you, yeah. Were, were, yeah. were you tight? Yeah, I met James on his visit. He came uh, when he was in 12th grade. He No, yeah, he was 12th grade, uh, came on his visit. Uh, one of my teammates hosted him, so I met him. You know, my teammate brought him in my room. I met him, and then he was a pretty cool, funny guy. He was quiet, though, always been quiet. And uh, now I just remember, like, man, we need some cornerbacks here. And then next thing you know, uh, well, James actually signed to Arkansas State. So right. then – what it was the next the next summer? Well, yeah, my my sophomore year in the summer, he he ended up transferring. So it was just like, like he's a brother from the moment I met him. And you're in the NFL, and I mean, Sanford's not exactly like Alabama. Did you feel like you were at that time that you had a chance to be an NFL player? Like, at what point did you think that you were good enough to play in the NFL? Uh, I remember my redshirt sophomore year. I had a I had a, a great year that year. I had a, led the team in tackles, uh, had like three or four picks, and did an NFL inquiry, and they gave me a second, third round grade as a redshirt sophomore. So I was kind of like, whoa. But I mean, <laughs> my thing was too, when I was a freshman at Sanford, 
I got red-shirted. So I'm like, man, why I'm getting red-shirted at, you know, at Sanford? Like, right. It's Sanford. So I guess, you know, in my head, I'm like, you know what? I just play football four years, get me a job, you know, and go on from there. So, I mean, my, my thinking was, you know, it, 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 I need at least four years to make it to the NFL. And then my first year starting, I did the inquiry, and it was just like, man, I, I got a chance to be in the NFL. What did they say about you? I mean, what, what made them think that you were that good? Your athletic ability? Uh, athletic ability, I mean, I, the film, man. Film don't yeah, lie. Yeah. Film don't lie. For people who take out time to watch film, I think a lot of people, fans, that do take their time out and watch film, they, they know what I bring to the table. At the end of the day, that's truly the game of football, right? Like, you, you yeah. can talk it all you want, but when you're on the field, everybody can see every move that you're making. That, that, that is what speaks to your ability, how you play on the field. All the other stuff, eh, it's just the other stuff, right? Exactly, exactly. All right, so tell me, so San Francisco, some great years there, seven years, ups and downs with that football team. Mm -hmm. What does it take, in your opinion, you know, the Niners get to the Super Bowl, like, what does it take to get to the Super Bowl? What are some of the components that you think are really important for a team, T-E-A-M, to get to a, a Super Bowl? Uh, first, I mean, you want to you wanna start off with the culture, man. Culture is huge. Like, just, you know, the, the, uh, the culture of being accountable. And a lot of guys, when you got a team full of guys being accountable, knowing, like, okay, this is my job, you know, and just everybody buying in. That's, I mean, that's the first thing. And then when you go from there, just everybody's just doing the little things. It's always the little things that, you know, show up in the end. And I think for us in the 2019 season, we just did all the little things. And we knew, like, if we do all the little things, we'll win every game we play. What was the emotional experience like in that Super Bowl for you? Uh, I mean, it was I mean, it was so surreal, man. It's just, you know, growing up, you, you watch the Super Bowl with the family, and then you, you're, you're in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, it was... It was a great feeling, you know, my mom, grandma, son, they all got to, to see it and, you know, experience it with me. So it was, I mean, it was an unbelievable feeling. Bouncing back from that, tough for you? Uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it's, I, I'm, I'm usually using the 24-hour rule. So, I mean, once, once 24 hours over, I kind of just move on to the next. It's, it's, too, it's not too much you can do about it. You've always, from what I've read about you and watched you, when things are going well, you're one. You're just the same way as when things aren't necessarily going well. You're, you've really held yourself accountable. Why is that so important to you? Uh, I mean, it's just how I would say, my mom and dad is how they just how they raise me. You know, just be accountable for like everything you do, and you know, it'll take you a long way. Tell me about the journey of of when it ended in San Fran, and you knew you weren't going back to how you became a Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, the journey there, I mean, it was a it was a wild one, but uh. I would say uh, how the season ended for me, you know, like I say, film don't lie. The player I know I am, like in my head, I know I am. I know I'm a playmaker. I know you line my film up with the, the best in the league, you, you probably won't see a huge difference. The stats will show a difference, but on film, I don't think it'll show a difference. But uh, for me, like that was my moment back in San Fran to really just, you know, again, going I went through that whole year without an interception. So going into that week, we like, oh, Stafford going to throw him up. It's time to get one. So we all, I mean, that's just the mindset. We know we're going to get picks. And, you know, for me, I, I didn't drop a pick none that week, you know. So I just, oh, this is my moment. And, you know, moment of truth came. I dropped it. But, I mean, it was a tough, tough deal for us. I mean, for me, I feel like that play was like a momentum play. I think that's what I like to bring, like a big hit, whatever I need to get a team momentum. So, you know. It didn't happen that way, and then after the season, I just, you know, 
I moved on and just uh, spent a lot of time with my family. 24-hour rule, tough to 20, live by even after that play, rule. or was it simply you just stay disciplined with that? 24-hour rule, man. And you stepped straight up and took accountability. I mean, I, I really think that shows great leadership. You feel that? For sure. Um, so, okay, so how, why Philadelphia? Why, why is this a good fit for you? Man, just looking at this roster and, you know, uh, playing against these guys last year, it was kind of like, you know, we are uh, just watching film. You're like, oh, these guys play hard. Like, it's not going to be an easy game. With the team we had, it's, you kind of going to be like, oh, you know, it should be a walk in the park with this team. But Philadelphia, they always been like a tough team. You know, you see that Eagles, that green. The guys always humming. It's just, it's so many dogs on this team. Literally, it's, it's every guy in every position. It's, it's one or two dogs. Well, I mean, I got to be honest with you. I, I didn't really like you very much last year because you're the guy who chased down Quez <laughs> on the on the on the big play, right? Like yeah. 93. I mean, come on, man. This was like his big moment. 93 yards. Get him and let him get in the end zone. Nah, not while I'm on the field, man. I just nah. He he's not in the end zone until he's in there. What is your mindset on your, when you're on the field? Uh, be the best player. I, my my mindset is just to be the best player out there. Like when somebody watching the game with them, be like, well, he's playing well, but Tart he might be the best player. Like I, that's that's just my mindset to just dominate. The physical part of it, Jaquaski, where does that come? I mean, were you always like a big physical kid? Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't remember the time I wasn't, but I I think I mean, you just watch a growing up like. I think Sean, Sean Taylor was my favorite. So just seeing how he played the game, I used to, I used to play Madden every year with Sean Taylor, and I blitzed the whole team so he could make every tackle, just so I can see him hit somebody. <laughs> so just you know, watching Sean Taylor, Ed Reed, B Dog, like those guys, how they hit it, just like I gotta be that. I gotta show that every time. And yet the position has changed so much. You have to cover as well. You yeah. got to cover the whole field. Your skill set, you feel really good about where you are with this defense and what they ask of the safeties? Uh, yes. I mean, it's it's a, it's still a little a little bit different for me. It's a, a few things I got to, you know, uh, hone down on. And uh, as far as the playbook, the playbook is – I'm getting the playbook pretty well, but uh, just just really just the technique and eyes, like, that, that'll get me ahead out here. Finally, Jaquaski, what kind of vibes are you getting from the team, from the setting here? from the fans. I mean, have you gotten, have you been here long enough to kind of get the sense that Philadelphia is like all about the Eagles? <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. I mean, everywhere, I mean, just being out a little bit and it's just like, you know, people people know who the guys are. And I'm, you know, people people love their football. Yeah, oh, and it, it's not even September yet. Wait till September <laughs> gets here. Jakowski, thanks, man. Thank really you. appreciate it, nice to meet you and uh, have a great training camp. Can't wait to see you in September. I appreciate that. All right, really enjoyed that interview with Jakowski. And now it is time to talk to Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback, one day after practice late last week. And um, he took his time getting over to me after practice ended, but it was certainly worth the wait. We welcome you to training camp 2022 here at the Novacare Complex. I'm Eagles insider Dave Spadaro, joined by the guy. Quarterback Jalen Hurts, that guy or a guy? Like, which is your preference with that? <laughs> you said it. You okay. know it. <laughs> um, practice ended like 25 minutes ago. And here's what Jalen Hurts does after practice. He runs, conditions, gets a good workout in after practice, <laughs> and then literally says hello to every single child, woman, yeah. fan here. Why? Uh, I think, um, you know, one, I think the, one, the, the, the work comes first. So getting that conditioning in is very important to me. Um, and then going out there and meeting the great fans we have, um, whether it be a child, someone younger, someone's parents, their parents, um, whoever it is, a supporter, 
it all matters. So um, they come out here, they show great pride, show great support for us, and um, just a just a little piece of me just giving that back to them. So uh, I appreciate them. Jalen, I love that uh, on day one you, you met the media and you talked about your youth football camp that you had this summer. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about the Eagles in just a minute here, but it was really interesting to me. Your message is that everyone is special. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great message. Like, do you think it, it, yeah, you're, you're think, making a difference out there? Yeah, I think simply everybody is their own breed of one. You know what I mean? Everybody um, has something about them that makes them unique. Um, but sometimes you have to go find that. You know, and I feel like when you're talking about the youth, talking to the youth, um, it's so much going on in the world where they're being pulled in so many different directions. And often they just have to own up and respect their own individuality, you know what I mean? Um, and accepting who they are, what they desire, what they want, um, and, and the things that they want to accomplish. So um, I think it takes great, you know, perseverance to do those things. It takes courage to stand up and do this over and over again. Um, and I think the um, the sooner that you could, you know, realize that and who you are and have that confidence in yourself, like, that's, that's special. At your football camp, which you really enjoyed going into the city, like, what did you see in the kids? Is it confidence lacking or they just don't know yet that they are special? I, mean, I just think the kids, you know, some, sometimes they just need their guidance. Um, some people have it, some people don't. And I know certain, you know certain people come up in different situations and it's different strokes for different folks. But um, my whole purpose of having a camp is to get a group of boys and girls together where I could impact them, you know what I'm saying? Impact them in a positive way. Uh, hopefully give them something that they'll remember forever, a moment that they can cherish forever and carry with them forever. Um, and I just had uh, a simple message and, you know, believe in yourself, have that confidence in yourself. Know that anything you want is not going to always be easy, but you have to be resolute in it. You have to have courage. Um, you have to have confidence. You have, you know, you have swagger in that, you know, confidence you have about yourself. So it was a really great day, uh, something that I'll do, you know, for years to come. And um, it's just exciting. Take this the right way, please. Um, you're only you're 23 years old. You're not going to be 24 until August 7th. I feel like you're an old soul in that way. Is is that fair of me? Yeah, to that's say? fair to say. That's fair to okay. say. I've, I've got that my whole entire life. Um, whether it be the music that I listen to, yeah, I want to talk or, about that too. Uh, you know, the music I listen to, I talk to people, I carry myself. But um, that's just that's just who God made me. You know, what I mean, God made me that way. So. I accept it and I embrace it. What music do you listen to for the fans who don't know what music yeah, you listen so, to? Yeah, so like today I listen to uh, I listen to one of my favorite rappers. He just passed away, Jaden Youngin. I, I listen to Young Dolph. Um, on the way up, I listen to One Way. That's an older group. If you know, you know. I listen to Guy. I listen to Frankie Beverly and Frankie a little Beverly. bit of yeah. Anita Baker. Those usually hit the playlist like <laughs> consistently. Is this inspirational yeah. stuff for you? It just get, it, stuff it, it you? just keeps me mellow. You know what I mean? It keeps me mellow. Um, people always look at me and they're like, "Well, what is he thinking? Um, he, he's so stoic and he's you know, what is he thinking? Like, is he absolutely? One hundred percent right. But that's that's just that I just stay in that kind of mind state. Um, and that music helps me do that, and I like being in that in that space, you know. So it just keeps me chill. Do you ever lose your cool? Rare, rarely. What makes you lose Probably your cool? Probably ten out of ten, I won't. Okay, I, that's you're I, <laughs> yeah. you're my you're my role model then. Um, the other part that I really liked about your message is that reaching out and touching players and your teammates, no matter what you're doing. Why do you think that connection is so 
important. It's not just the reps on the field. It's Man, also getting to know the guys. It makes a difference. It makes a difference. You said it on the field, off the field, whatever it is. I feel like um, there's so much that we do to connect. Um, and I know Coach Sirianni, when he came here a year ago, that was one of his driving messages. Connect, connect, connect. And we do that in so many different ways. Um, and, you know, the majority of us being young, it plays a role in that, you know. And um, it's just a, it's just a, you know, it's just a great feeling, you know. And I, I think everybody understands the importance of that. Um, they understand the importance of competition, coming out here competing, the defense getting after the offense one day, the offense getting after the defense one day. Um, that, 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 that's a team, you know what I mean? And, and that's a team holding each other accountable to play to the standard we want to play to. So it's... What, Jalen, is the mood of this team? It, it's a, an energetic group. You know, Nick's all over the place, fun. Is it collegiate? Is it rah-rah? Is it perfect? I mean, what, how would you, what is it? I'm not going to put a name on it. You know, we're the 22 Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it ain't, it ain't much more to it. Um, we are who we are. We're going to embrace that, and we're going to um, take it day by day and get better every day. You know what I mean? Um, that's who we are. But there does seem to be a sense of everybody kind of looks at the what you guys accomplished last year and the additions made in the offseason, that there is a sense of this could be something really special, right? Well, in my mind, it could always be something special um, every year, regardless of what it looks like. Who's playing? It's always going. I always have that approach. Um, but simply, you know, we, we don't worry about external expectations. I've never, I've never have. I never have. Excuse me. Um, and we're gonna keep it that way. We're gonna take it day by day. That's that's been my biggest thing. My biggest message to anybody has been taking things day by day, and 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 knowing that hungry dogs run faster, staying hungry. So it's a day by day thing. You know, we're, we're not worrying about anything beyond. Learning from today's practice, getting ready for this walkthrough later on in the day, and you know we're, we're, that's where we are. Day by day adds up to something collectively. Last year, it was quite a journey. Your first year as a star, full-time starting quarterback in the league, youngest quarterback in franchise history to start a playoff game. When you reviewed last year, what did you take away from it? I think it's just a ton to learn from. I think um, the importance of one, how you prepare, the mind state of a team. Um, are we together? Are we connected? Are we not? Um, what's the feel? Um, I, I think, I think you know. One thing I was thinking about yesterday is effort will never be effort will never be questioned. Um, I'll never question the effort of this team, question the effort of a guy on this team because we're, we're all going. That's what we have, and that's what type of guys we have. It's a matter of putting it together. It's a matter of being consistent. It's a matter of being in tune to the little details that, that win you games and, some, and that lose you games too. So uh, I think myself, I personally have a lot to learn. I, I've learned a lot from that. I know Coach has. I know every other player on this, on this team has. And I think um, while we continue to get better every day as a football team and individually as players is because um, we, we embrace that enough isn't enough. We know that there's always another level. We know that we can always take it another notch up so um, that's the mindset we have um, we know what we want to do um, but at the same time we take it day by day we take it day by day last football question a couple fun ones after that um, how do you feel about your progression three years into your NFL career yeah I've, um, I mean I've, I've, I've done what I've always done I've, I've gotten better year by year day by day rep by rep um, and that's always been my mentality um, I think my, my career shows that 
um, just constant growth. I'm, I'm excited to have Coach Sirianni here back again, calling plays, and, and Coach Shane Steichen as well. So um, that's a first since my dad, uh, since I was 16 in high school. So um, it's exciting, and, and we're all looking forward to it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, one of the exciting things you did in the offseason, um, you went to a black-owned business in Philadelphia, and <laughs> yeah. you learned how to make a cheesecake. So yeah. what's the key, man? Yeah, man. So I want to give all these secrets away, <laughs> uh, but um, shout-out to Food Chasers. They, uh, they, they, they allowed me to come in, uh, whip up a Philly cheesesteak, and pretty much, you know, you don't have to make it too hard, in my opinion. That was my first time doing it, and uh, butter up your crust. It don't matter what kind of roll you have. Your preference, your preference. Um, get you some ribeye steak cut up, and you gotta work. You gotta work that arm. You know what I'm saying. You gotta put a little. Chop it up. You gotta chop it up real good. Um, get it good, and then you put the cheese on there. Provolone, preferably. I yes. like provolone. Agreed. If you like onions, peppers, I that's do. cool. Get that roll. Put a little mayo on the roll. I like the mayo. Some people like ketchup. It depends. I might throw the ketchup on last, and then. Um, Shoot, I toast, I toast the bun. Well, I, I had the bun ready already, and I got the meat and the cheese and the onions and whatever I want to add on there on there. So I just go get that roll, put Boom. it on there, flip it. Shit, take me, it. Take me a bite. <laughs> I might not even slice it. <laughs> um, it's fun to make a cheesesteak, and it's something that's really important in Philadelphia. Yeah. So congratulations on that. When you're not on the field, when you're not watching film, what are you doing during training camp? What, what's, how do you relax? During training camp, um, I'm usually checking up on my family, um, or I'm doing some type of body work, something, something that I can do to better myself. Um, but definitely, definitely, I, I don't mind reading, um, catching up on my readings, talking to my family, talking to my friends, my loved ones, um, and you know, doing some type of body work. So those are the things that I try and do. If I'm not, my, usually I'm watching film that, that consumes a lot of time. Any TV shows that you can recommend to fans? Anything that you've watched that Jalen Hurts says this uh, is great TV? Man, you know so. I know Stranger Things came out a while back. <laughs> Stranger Things came out a while back, and I never watched it. And um, leading up to training camp, I watched all of them. So I think I watched, like, I think I watched, so before, I think it came out, like, June 30th or the last season. Um, and I watched the first f three seasons, I think, three or four, I don't remember. But I watched what, what was ever what was on there. I watched all of that. And then they dropped the new stuff on, uh, like, the 30th. And I watched it, and that was that was a great show. So so much going on, and you see the kids grow. Uh, so I'm waiting for the next season to come out, like everybody else. There's the recommendation. Last one for you, Jalen. Um, and, and I'm not sure how to ask this question, so follow me here. Uh, you're a great athlete, right? So you, you make a great throw down the field, uh, whatever it is, or whatever your favorite throw is. Shortstop, you dive and go into the hole, and you make a throw to first base, like, right. or you or you connect with a fastball. Like, it, can you compare that that feeling, sport to sport? Um. Like which one's better? Yeah, I mean, just like which one? Like which? What, is there a play in football, for example, that just really, you go, wow, that felt so pure, that felt so clean, that felt so athletic, just so great. You hit a golf ball clean. You you swish a basket. Yeah, I think I think when that you know when you feel everything, you feel every part of the ball on your hands, you feel it coming off. You know, you 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 got a great grip for it, a grasp for the ball, and it's spinning just like you wanted to. I think that's the best feeling in the world, and um, I've been feeling that. That's great. I love it. Jalen Hurts, thank you so much for your thank time. Thank you. Continue to have a great training camp, camp, and we can't wait for the regular season in 2022. Jalen Hurts, thank you so much for thank joining. Thank you.
All right, on this week's Extra Point, the focus is on Devin Allen, long shot, who here is a story. Uh, he's a long shot story. He's a great story. Said at the top of the show here, world-class track and field athlete trying to make it in the NFL. Hasn't played since his college days at Oregon in 2016. Here's Devin Allen talking with reporters after Saturday's practice about getting back on the field and his chances of making it as an Eagle. Um, the transition is going, I would say, well. Um, it's definitely hard. I didn't expect it not to be hard. Um, you know, it's been about five years since I've played, and obviously everybody in the NFL is the best player on their team. So um, it's really competitive, which is great. I got a lot of good receivers on the offense that, you know, I can learn from even when I'm not taking reps. So that's kind of my, my goal and my key right now is to learn the offense for one and then also take a lot of information in as much as I can so I can learn to get better. Um, you know, because I think my, my upside is probably high just because I haven't done it in so long. I can probably get a lot better really quick. So that's really the goal, and, and just to get opportunities when I can, um, take advantage of my reps, take advantage of my reps on special teams as well, because that's going to be a big deal, uh, you know, of me making this team and, you know, contributing. So, but overall, pretty pretty fun. I'm enjoying it out here, and it's been great. Uh, just a couple days. Yeah, just probably, probably just that night I, th- I thought about it, and I went home and hung out with my family. Um, and then just, you know, I got a, I had about seven days before camp started, so I took about three days off and then it got back on the field uh, on the fourth day just to move around a little bit, put the cleats back on so I didn't come out here, you know, cold. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily the physical part. I think it's just learning how to practice again, um, learning how to play again. I think, you know, the nuances are much different than college, and then it's been so long since I played, right? I just got to remember, you know, the, the intensity and the tempo that all the coaches want in practice and, and how to practice and how to get, you know, get a good rep, even if we're just in helmets or we're just in shells and stuff like that as well. Um, and then also getting all the walkthrough reps I can. Um, learning the offense is the biggest thing. But, um, yeah, just the intensity is, is a lot different. Obviously, it's like a, it's, it's good on good every play. It doesn't matter ones, twos, threes. Um, so... It's, it's really fun. It's really competitive, which is great. You know, it's not, uh, you know, it's not easy for sure. So will Devin Allen make it? We'll find out. Three preseason games will tell a lot. Eagles are loaded at wide receiver. And, um, hey, when you go out and get A.J. Brown and you draft Devontae Smith and you've got Quez Watkins developing and you sign Zach Paschal and you still got Jalen Rager here battling, as Nick Sirianni said last week, Battling for a spot, and that's an exact quote. You know that there's not a whole lot of room here. Greg Ward, etc. Devin Allen really has to step up and impress in this preseason. He'll have the chance to do so, and we'll be following every step that he makes. I'm Eagles Insider Dave Spadaro. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Eagles Insider Podcast, presented by Lincoln Financial Group. Thanks to our media relations department here at the Eagles for lining up our interviews. Thanks to Ray Doyle for his production work and his pre-production work. And thanks to Peter Kelly, the maestro, for making this podcast so darn perfect. Thanks to all of you for joining each and every episode. Make sure you're with us uh, throughout the week here. We'll have more as the Eagles training camp marches on. If you have a chance to give us a little five-star review, we would love it. There's a link in the details section of your podcast library. Once again, Dave Spadaro here, Eagles Insider, saying thanks for joining everyone. Have yourselves a great Eagles day. Fly, Eagles, fly. And go, Birds! E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles!
We want you to know about all the podcasts in the Eagles network of podcasts. So make sure you tune into not only this Eagles Insider podcast three times a week, but make sure you subscribe and listen to the Eagle Eye in the Sky podcast every Tuesday and Thursday, our Journey to the Draft podcast Tuesday and Thursday, and our Eagles Update podcasts, which give you the news in a flash Monday through Saturday throughout this 2020 season. Sign up, subscribe, and listen to our Eagles network of podcasts.